Hej! Kati, again! Again! <laughs> How about that intro? <laughs> that was, yeah, my, my first intro as an intro. <laughs> Your intro. first intro, intro as an intro. intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Karate again, the Bedwells on the Delphi label. And Karate again, because the A-side is just Karate, which will be playing as an uh, ender. Yes. Because it's... <laughs> I prefer the instrumental side, the, uh, the, the main side, the Karate, uh, is a vocal record and um, it's <laughs> good, it. but it's kind of cute. Uh, you can make up your own opinion at the end right. of the show. That's right. We're going to end the show with that. Hello, this is Gali Gashonji. Again. <laughs> again. Gali Gashonji, again. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, we're being silly again. We just came, we were, we were sunburned. We came from the lake. I think we did another show before when you just yeah, came I am from sunburned. the lake. I'm like a lobster. Yes, you look a bit like a lobster, actually. <laughs> I burn very easily. <laughs> Yes, as you know, we're always talking about the weather. It's the only news we can give you is the weather in Germany. And, Our uh, lives it's are so perfect. exciting. Yes. But hey, this is the part of, uh, of uh, existence that we call life. Going into the Yippee. lake and spinning some records. Isn't that good? Woohoo! Yes. And uh, spinning records, what I'm going to spin here is something very interesting. Kent Westbury, Florida artist on, um, on art records. He had 245s out there that are both fantastic. This is the one that is, I would say, underplayed. Uh, at least it took me a while to even discover it. And it's... Um, uh, how should I describe this? It is pretty much... Um, it starts like, oh my God, this is going to be one absolute guitar monster. The song is, might, not, might not be so genius. And even Kent Westbury is probably not the world's best singer on this one. And it gets kind of a jazzy guitar solo. But man, from the first seconds this record starts, <laughs> you're going to notice, like man, this is a killer. Kent Westbury. Yeah, this is the one I found. And you're like, I want it. I'm like, yes. oh, wait a minute. I didn't even get a chance to say I want I, it. <laughs> I found this record somewhere and I thought, oh, there's another Kent Westbury. Turkish doghouse rock. What is this? And I somehow I managed to find, this, find a sound clip somewhere. And I thought, oh, my God, I want this. And then all of a sudden it popped up and <laughs> took me about a second to decide this is mine. And this is for you now to hear. The Turkish doghouse rock. Wow. Doghouse, my baby's going away. She says she's found a truer love, but how I wish she'd stay. I'm living in the doghouse, I wish that she could see and realize from day to day how much she means to me. I'd grab that old moon from the sky and lay the stars right at her feet. With love I'd open all the doors to happiness complete I'm living in the doghouse, my baby's going away She says she's found a truer love, but how I wish she'd stay
doghouse I wish that she could see And realize from day to day How much she means to me I'd grab that old moon from the sky And lay the stars right at her feet With love I'd open all the doors To happiness complete I'm living in the doghouse My baby's going away She says she's found a truer love But how I wish she'd stay Yes, how I wish she'd stay Oh, how I wish she'd stay When the golden sun has sunk It's a lover's paradise Drifting in a Chinese junk It's a lover's paradise Drifting in a Chinese junk Thinkity-plankity-plunk Just in happiness you're drunk Life is oh so very nice Drifting in a Chinese junk Life is oh so very nice Drifting in a Chinese junk on the China Sea, hearts in harmony seem to hold that golden key to heaven. Plankety-plankety-plunk, what I'm telling you's no bunk. It's a lover's paradise, drifting in a Chinese junk. It's a lover's paradise, drifting in a Chinese junk. Seem to hold that golden key to heaven Oh, plankety-plankety-plunk What I'm telling you's no bunk It's a lover's paradise Drifting in a Chinese junk It's a lover's paradise Drifting in a Chinese junk Chinese junk Chinese junk Drifting in a Chinese junk Absolutely wonderful. Some symbols. There were lots of symbols in there. <laughs> China symbols. Yeah, that was uh, one of. Yeah, this is a sad story. It's a really great record, and I uh, waited a while to get this one. And Wonderlust label Chinese Junk by Lenny Troy. And it was correct. <laughs> it was actually. It's a really decent grade. It sounds record. perfect, and, and everything was perfect. And then yeah, I showed up with a crack. But it could be fixed. Did you hear any crack? Did you hear it skip? Did you hear it pop? I didn't. Um, my method of fixing yeah, cracked sure. records is... Um, we were lucky because it was uh, cracked on the inner grooves. It yeah, was it like cracked not, it from wasn't... the inside to the outside. Yeah. And uh, I could uh, actually easily fix this. And how uh, for those of you who never fixed a cracked record, which I think most of you already tried, um, I think... Uh, 
Most people would probably leave it at is and just be sad, hang it on the wall and cry and get an upgrade. It's not that big of a crack. It's not that... It was fixable. Well, it was completely cracked through. It wasn't just like, yes, yes, but it's it's a pretty bad one. But um, then if you want to keep the record and don't want to upgrade, can't afford to upgrade, then uh, most people would probably put super glue on it, which works good. Um, if you have some space outside or inside of the record where you can put super glue at, or you have the flip side that you don't give a fuck about because it's a terrible record or something on the other side, then you can just full, fill all this with super glue. But that's not really fun to do, and I don't recommend this. Also, because if you put super glue on the side of the grooves that you uh, that you want to play it so easily runs into the grooves like if you put just a little bit too much on there it runs into the grooves and then the record is destroyed even more than before so my method is take a soldering iron really simple i mean you just melt the plastic where the crack is not where the grooves are and just pinch it a little bit along the crack and it's going to melt all together again as if it was never cracked looks ter- ter- terrible but as you can see now or you can hear you can't see anything here. <laughs> um, it works fantastic. It's yeah. uh, like new. I mean, I pretend it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a new podcast actually with uh, other record collectors. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Radio Core the, guys. Yeah, the Radio Core guys. Uh, the Art of. No, wait, Digging. Uh, Digsville. 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 Digsville, yes. And I'm we not sure if they. yesterday and they also had the discussion of. Uh, how to fix How to repair records. record warps yeah. and cracks and things like this. So if you're interested, if you're, you know, Obviously, hopefully you're listening to the show because you're also interested in music. <laughs> but <laughs> why would uh, you listen most, to the show? I guess it's mostly like otherwise. if you're a record, record collector, yes, it's more interesting. It, yes. But and uh, yeah. this radio core thing Dick is interesting. Still. The weird thing, uh, how to find this? Um, you may have heard about uh, a, um, a radio core. It's just like a like an umbrella term for there's a website radiocore.org and there is a whole bunch of different DJs mostly from US West Coast and other places of the world everywhere and they have their shows a whole bunch of stuff you can listen there for hours and years and <laughs> uh, I think four or five of those guys just met and talked they didn't play they played one or two records in a show yeah. but mostly they just talked about the uh, you know the, their life as record collectors which it's, can it's be really entertaining and they have a lot of stuff probably for for those who are collectors themselves is nothing new but it's just nice to hear some nerds talking about you know their <laughs> uh, terrible hobby and um, it's interesting the weird thing is uh, that this new podcast called Digsville is anywhere to be found but not on Radio Core yeah, Spotify <laughs> and, Amaz- and Amazon, Amazon music, music and those yeah. absolutely weird formats so yeah. if you can find your way there it's uh, it's worth listening and Scaba you have well, to you don't have Yes, now. Scaba. You tell, tell a joke or something. Yes, tell a joke or something. <laughs> I'm looking for a record a to play. I have no idea what to play. Oh no, this is horrible. No, I'm put on I'm the spot. Find <laughs> oh yes, I have the yes. He's my, got something good. I found something. What I'm gonna play? Uh, what are you gonna play? I'm gonna play a record. Um, that is. <laughs> Say, I could play the other side. I'm thinking about this record because we just had a karate record and we just had an oriental sounding record and we had a record about a Chinese junk and it was all great. And I could play... Uh, should I do it? It's actually too terrible. Should I do it? No, I'm going to play the other side. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Buddy Miller is a guy who did a 45. I'm not sure if he did much more, but he did 145 on Felstead. That's Buddy Boy. And uh, it's got a perfect sound. It's a cool record. It's really good. It's groovy. It stays in your head. Could have been a hit. But it uses, what is it called? This uh, thing that you put in your mouth with your 
Mouth harp. Mouth harp, yes. It's also known as Jewish harp or whatever. I don't know. Sure it's uh, some some sort of silly kids or hippie instrument. I don't know. It's completely <laughs> useless and they're pretty much... there's an The record starts with this instrument. I don't know why. But this is still the better side because the... Uh, maybe I'll play the... the I can't decide side? the other side. Wait a second. But What's yeah, it well, called? Um, <laughs> just to illustrate what I'm talking about. Um, thinking it over... Let's just play a few seconds of that and then you know why it's hard to listen to. <laughs> It could be so good. It could be a great sounding record. But those but those girls, I mean, I think they I'm, I'm, that's one of those records I'm not entirely sure if it was meant to be funny and, and like a novelty record everybody's laughing about it and we're all happy or if it was just a terrible accident that they got some singers in there. Here, please sing yeah 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 yeah. And they thought it was good and it wasn't. And that's why I'm going to play you the other side, which is Buddy Boy. Double torture or something, because I also have a record that I played. It was this other one that I have also with this girl in the background. Ah, 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 yes, yes. So I also <laughs> have another. I have a. We could do. I have a Bob Jackson. You got to have money in the bank, Frank. But I'm not going to torture you with the torture you with that right now. I'm going to play you something with a mouth out. Buddy Miller, Buddy Boy. Here it is. It's good. She can keep my broken heart I ain't blaming you, buddy boy I ain't blaming you, buddy buddy I ain't blaming you, buddy boy What else could you do, buddy buddy You might win and you might lose You might wind up in my shoes If you do, don't blame somebody new Cause I ain't blaming you
He just wanted some kicks But then the boy turned mean When he turned seventeen Bad company is what the poor boy kept Bad company gonna be the death of him yet When the boy was nine and nine He started drinking beer and wine And when the boy was nine and ten He got in trouble now and then Gambling, robbing and car stealing Driving recklessly Drinking, weeding and fast wheeling with his bag boy turned 20 he got in trouble plenty deep and when the boy was 21 they gave the boy a gun bad company is what the poor boy kept bad company gonna be the death of him yet Found someone with his Sally Ann And then a gunfight over his girlfriend Brought him to his end Bad company is what the poor boy kept Bad company brought him to his death I say it brought him to his death I remember when the boy was ten and six He just wanted some kicks But then the boy turned mean When he turned seventeen Yeah I like artists having such a voice He turned mean Yeah, that was Johnny Bachelor uh, on Bat... Um, on on Kim Records. Well, I think company. you had some bad company yeah. when you played that record. It's a good one. It's a what? classic. I have great company. I'm with you. <laughs> yes, you're with me. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Yeah, that's a really one of my favorite records. <laughs> Probably I say that about every record yeah, I play on YouTube. Yeah, we say that quite often. It's good. That's also one thing about record collecting that I like is, um, you know, there are different... Can't you just have one favorite? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is like... Um, point, we went and collect records if we only had one favorite. Exactly. <laughs> Um, here is another classic that you all know, and I always wanted to have it. I got a copy that sounds somewhat hissy. I don't know if it's uh, tried it on seventy eight stylus didn't work. Um, Willie the William the Wild One by Willie the Wild One on festival. Um, interesting record for different reasons. I think um, the festival label was um, uh, an attempt to be a successful record producer by uh, Herb Abramson, who was. Uh, among the two founders of Atlantic Records. But then I think he went to the army or something and as he came back, Atlantic Records was huge and uh, they sold millions of records and he was kind of like, um, well, what am I going to do now? And then he founded different labels that were all like medium successful and Festival was one of them. And um, that's the weird thing. Um, the first time I got in touch with this song, 
was on a Bare Family CD. I think most of you uh, who haven't started with 45 collecting to begin with, or as me, as a kid of the 90s, um, I bought those Saddlefat Gidded CDs on Bare Family and, you know, kind of get an overview of all the big label, successful Rockabilly productions of the 50s. And one of the early volumes, I think it's volume five or volume six or something, that was... Um, uh, was all about festival records and I kind of forgot about it because there were only a few songs on that that I liked and that was one of them and that was really the wild one absolute garage monster not even a rockabilly record it's a great garage record and then much later I tried to you know when I was looking for this record I thought oh yeah festival what else is on this label what came out on festival records and I kind of what I learned is that there was a whole bunch of nothing on that label there was a very few records that were like even the uh, the CD compilation, which usually has thirty tracks on Bear Family on those Delphi Gitter CDs, like it, I think it just had fifteen or sixteen tracks, and half of them were unreleased. So oh, wow. um, one of the Maybe few all the unreleased ones were the good ones. There were a few unreleased good ones, and uh, yeah, this is pretty much the only thing that was an absolute monster. And yeah, really the wild one. And another thing that really I need, uh, please, uh, uh, you listeners, you five listeners, find out if there's six now. Six There's six now? listeners, yes. Oh, we, we, wow, we got six listeners. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Willie the Wild One is William the Wild One, who's actually, his real name is Billy Berry, and he sings, his hair is long and purple. And uh, I want to know if that's actually true. Was his hair actually long and purple? Find that out for me. Get me Especially a... When, a, when a, was this released? Like 64, I think. And uh, yeah, get, get, find a picture, a colored uh, promo photograph of <laughs> Billy Berry with long and purple hair. Uh, here it is, Willie the Wild One. Turn this up, this is a monster. Hug me, baby! Suffer! Hey, 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 hey,
Good. Sunshine. Yeah, since we already talked about what was the original name from uh, Willie and the Wild One was Barry, uh, this was Barry Allen. I thought Isn't that a great connection to and play two records in a row? Also, since I'm sunburned, you know, hot <laughs> sunshine, why not? I was <laughs> recently thinking about getting a copy of Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Isles' Bad Sunburn with a guitar. Yeah, we should have like waited, I guess. But and I'm still you keep, you keep thinking I should. About it. Yes, I keep, keep debating it. Okay. Yeah, that's on the dot label. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Barry Allen, Hot Sunshine. Hmm. Good. I just wanted to play something on a dot label and I put it back again. But uh, I have another record uh, here that's on Amber. Uh, Bill Whitley, Fool, Fool, Fool. That's a beautiful minor key. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's called a popcorn country, but it's, a, it's just a beautiful teen country ballad that's very nice and very melancholic. And I think uh, Scaba likes it also a lot. And she's <laughs> kind of angry that I got this. Yeah. And I don't care. <laughs> huh? Excuse me? <laughs> you're a fool, fool, fool. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yes, here it is. Did you hear that? I messed up the beginning. Oh my goodness, he's fired. Yes. Oh, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. Yes, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. When I told you that I loved you, you said I was unwise. When I told you that I needed you, well, you needed other guys. Oh, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. Yes, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. Oh, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. I wouldn't mind the rainfall or this old sand and cold. I could live forever if I had you to hold. Oh, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. Yes, I'm a fool, fool, fool for loving you. Saw a young cowboy a dying 
With his chest all filled with lead As he looked around with sorry eyes This is what that cowboy said Some would blame this on a woman Some will say that's why I'm done But I'm telling you it isn't true Blame it on a rusty gun So take care of your shooting iron No matter what you do You never know when your trusty gun Will have to take care of you He could tell that gal meant trouble From the day that she walked by And he knew the man whose ring she wore Was a mean and ornery guy But her arms were warm as heaven And her lips were warmer yet In his holster was a rusty gun But her lips made him forget So take care of your shooting iron No matter what you do Friend coming with that fire in his eyes. He could tell there on that dusty street one of them was gonna die. Well, he beat him to the draw, friends, cause his draw was mighty quick. Pull the trigger of his rusty gun, and the rusty gun said, Click. So take care of your shooting iron. No That doggone rusty gun And an oil can on his chest Well, that's the story, partner And it's carved on his tombstone When you court another's gal Don't have a rusty gun of your own So take care of your shooting iron No matter what you do You never know when your trusty gun Ho, 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 ho. Very that orchestral. Like, that was over the top orchestral. <laughs> but he had a, a, I forgot how long that song is. It's actually. pretty long. Um, I'm not a huge fan of these crooner type of voices, but he did a really good job. Yeah, Gary that was Mann. The Tell of a Rusty Gun by Gary Mann with, with Joe Lea Orchestra. Yeah, I thought I'd play this because I thought, you know, if I pull out a rusty gun, you would give me your full, full, full record. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't, <laughs> didn't work. work. That's on unique unique records. I think we have another forty-five that is that says RKO unique. It's the same label design, but it's somehow there's an RKO before that. So you were saying the voice kind of remind you of the the. the it reminded me of yeah, um, Van Spalding Shooting Man is a forty-five yeah. we played before. It's pretty obscure, and um, the, these records would have gone very good together, both yeah. vocally and. Uh, uh, thematically. I haven't found like the, pulled out the rusty gun for a while. I forgot what it sounded like. So, but hey, it's yeah. good. It's good. 
I got something different now. I'm playing different. you. Uh, as I queued this up, I figured it's pretty crackly. Anne Cole, she of um, Got My Mojo Work and Fame, probably the best version. Um, easy, easy, baby, great blues record. And I just as I queued it up, man, this is really crackly. Um, uh, there are quite a few R&B records that I have that need to be upgraded. This is certainly one of them. But it's great. Um, yeah, what does it say here? Anne Cole and the Dave McRae Orchestra. And reading the name and Dave the orchestra. McRae Orchestra um, uh, gives me, um, makes me think I should play a completely different record after that. But before we hear... Yeah, yeah. The, the record I'm going to play after this one is... so good. Yeah, it's one of my new discoveries. I really, really love it. So, yes, yeah. we had to do some research on this one. We'll talk uh, about it after. We talk about it afterwards, but uh, yeah, here comes two ladies with two fantastic records. Here it is. Chase you all over town. Then you win and turn around. Now you started chasing me. Why won't you let me be? So easy, 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 baby. 
Wasn't that really, beautiful? Uh, oh, I love it when record music gives me goosebumps. This is really, really good. Yeah, this was really, uh, really happy that I got this one. This is Mary Lou Wall, Mademoiselle Marie on the Delta label. Mm-hmm. And, and as we got this, uh, we were trying to figure out what, what is it, who is it, how is it, why is it. And uh, Google uh, gave us a quick answer. Um, that is written by a guy named David Guyon in the 20s. And he was pretty much like a musical arranger and classical composer. And he had a thing going where he took like uh, black farm workers, plantation, uh, plantation like songs. And, stuff like this, and yeah. pretty much, well, you can say he made these songs. He produced, you know, he took artists and produced these songs and pretty much took vocal snippets and, and the lyric snippets of it and produced a lot of it. And probably meant to be an honor of the you know the the plantation workers music but i think he just made a whole bunch of money with it uh, but um still it's good and he did a lot of stuff and i think the first uh, time this was made popular was by a guy named paul robeson who um i think was uh big in that stuff but i don't know anything about it and I ne- that's why i never heard this one and so then i'm trying to figure out what she was singing about there's just parts of it you can understand and other parts is literally so uh, it's really not easy yeah. to uh to tell what this yeah. is all about but uh you can yeah we couldn't even find the lyrics singing about yeah, some the, slave to the yeah the owner you know the slave yeah. owner like please take yeah. pity on me hmm. also we couldn't find anything about the singer herself mary yeah, lou wow and it's really it's absolutely mystery. nothing so mystery record anything <coughs> uh, about this we would love to know hmm. more information yes. so. so this may be a mystery record that nobody knows about the next next record is a mystery record that everybody knows about and yes not much of a mystery there <laughs> yeah there is not but the mystery i'm going to explain the mystery, the mystery to it. you <laughs> the mis- no well no. also also but um yeah as i played this and cole record that uh, pretty much uh, the the, uh, the orchestra was I even forgot Dave McRae I think was his name and uh, then I thought man I should play um, a record um, where do I start there was a record on a new little label called M3 Records uh, 
And the house band of the label was the Teddy, Mr. Bear, McRae Orchestra. <laughs> and um, they put on a double sider that you probably must have heard. If you ever went to some sort of rock and roll gig where there was a DJ who wanted to get everybody to dance, you probably heard somebody playing Hi-Fi Baby because that is just <laughs> one monster. It is a killer. And uh, now here comes the mystery part of it. Um, to me, this record sounds like this should be one of the biggest rock and roll hits ever. Everything is just completely perfect on there. It's got groove. It, it's uh, it's a, just a fun record. It is a... This is a, a dance floor killer. The orchestra is fantastic. Every instrument plays, just gives everything. His voice is amazing. He's got that teddy bear type of, vo type of voice. And um, uh, well, to me, I would think this could be a major label release. And now we would find it on terrible uh, super hits of rock and roll compilations, you know, besides, you know, next to Paul. Uh, um, Paul Anker and you know those kind of Time Life Music Presents compilations but the truth is uh, nobody's ever seen a stock copy of this. This was only released, well it was not released, it came out on a promo release on this M3 uh, M3 recorders, no M3 records and uh, obviously they made this thing, put a promo copy out, send it to whoever and that's about it it disappeared into obscurity. Nobody wanted this thing. It wasn't pressed for the public. And I have no idea why that is, because it's just great. And uh, it took me a while to find a copy of this. All of a sudden, one popped up. It is in bad condition. So to me, I think is a G plus or something. It is a G plus and it is crackly. It's, I mean, <laughs> I've played worse before, but it's such a great sound. It's a powerful recording. It's I love every second about it, but I'm not going to play you Hi-Fi Baby. You might be curious now what it sounds like, but I think you heard it before. Nobody ever put, uh, turns this record around. It's a it blues flip. You can play it some other show, but the flip side is... Uh, no, actually, I think uh, Hold Out Baby is the A side. It's a blues record, or on B, and uh, Hi-Fi Baby is the flip. And since everybody always plays, I think every single DJ has a repro of uh, this record. And yes, normally I'm not the kind of guy who would buy those, you know, records that everybody's after because we heard them all a thousand times. I mean, probably I could look for a Bobby Roberts, Big Sandy or something like that. I'm not interested in those records. They cost a whole lot of money and um, we heard them all a thousand times. But this is one that I thought, man, I'm, I'm, I was weak when I saw this and I had to have it. Um, Teddy, Mr. Bear McRae, Hold Out Baby, flip side of Hi-Fi Baby, absolute monster, listen to that. I'm walking the road, I'm on my way, I'm coming back, Ooh, home to stay, hold out baby. I'm telling you, baby, ooh, I've had enough. Hold out, baby, ooh, hold out for me. I'll soon be back 
walked in the snow, I walked in the rain, I walked straight through, ooh, one of them hurricanes, hold out baby, ooh yeah, hold out for me. I can see a light in your window shining so bright. Hold out, baby. Ooh, yeah, hold out for me. Soon I'll be back where I used to be. Now that's a Lex brother. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was walking one lonely day, walking along on my lonely way. I saw a little lady going my way. She told me that her name was Birdie May. Birdie May. She is neat, pretty little eyes and little bitty feet. She told me I could come around. One thing she asked not to never let her down. Birdie me, sweet birdie me, birdie me, oh I love you. to her house and I knocked on the door. She kissed me and she kissed me so. My heart went bump-de-bump. The way I felt made my big toe jump. Birdie me, sweet birdie me. Birdie me, yes birdie me. Ooh-wee, I love you birdie me. I went to her house and I want you to know She kissed me and she kissed me so She kissed me again, I sure did hum A woman like that make an old man young Birdie me, birdie me, birdie me Little birdie me, yes I love you Mrs. Popcorn Birdie did it May. again. <laughs> that is Bernie May on the major label Mercury by Phil Phillips. Hmm, what a name. Yeah, I think maybe in the hospital the parents can think of a name and the nurses are like, well, I guess we'll just call him Phil because <laughs> his last well, name is Phillips. Happens. <laughs> Who knows? I would actually, I have the theory that uh, probably half of all artists we find on 
you know, written on labels are just <laughs> made up names that... Uh, I mean, that way you can never forget his name, I guess. That's know? right. <laughs> if you forget the first mm. one, then you're stupid if you yes. forget the second one. Here's also a name the that we... The one you played before, though, was really great. That was, yeah. What? Like the leg spreader before <laughs> was really <laughs> great. It was just a great R&B <laughs> record. It was, yes, actually the uh, the other side is not as crackly. It was in terrible condition, but I love every second of it. So, and since I played the flip side of a classic, I'm going to play you uh, the, the actual side of a classic now. Does that sound stupid? I guess it does. Um, where are we at? Oh, you, Skava's looking at the time. It's above the, the meters there. Oh, shit. Um, that is a good time to... I'm, I guess I'm talking too much. So, here is uh, Tex Williams, no, the guy we all never. know. Never. Never. Um, <laughs> This record is also Tex interesting. Williams. Yes, Tex Williams. Um, Tex Williams is more the kind of guy you would collect. But yes. this is one record, and uh, how should I tell? It's probably too obvious, uh, too much of an obvious choice choice for a record show that plays a whole bunch of rockabilly records to play a thing called "Let's Go a Rockabilly." Oh yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, probably. I mean, Tex Williams was a country singer. He was good, had a great voice, and did uh, a lot of things. I and a lot of us, yeah. Yes, and uh, I think in '56 it was, uh, yeah, here the the, the Nashville A team in uh, uh, in the Nashville studio. They said, "How oh, come on? What are these kids out for today? Well, I think these kids want to be rocking." And so <laughs> maybe someone like you know bet them if you can do a rockabilly record or not. It's like, come on, Tex. Everybody, I think everybody was forced to do that. <laughs> the thing is, it works fantastic. It's Buddy Harmon on drums and uh, Grady Martin on guitar. I mean, if, if you have these guys there, then you know it's going to be an absolutely amazing yeah, record. The one thing um, that is, I mean, prop this song, it's stupid lyrics. Let's go rockabilly. Let's rock around them hills. It's stupid. And I could imagine his There's voice being more like, yes, really of course. Lyrics, so. But uh, Tex Williams is a kind of guy who I always, when I listen to him, he sounds like, you know, the grandpa who takes, you know, tell, telling sto uh, stories of his youth. So, granddaddy, what, what have you been doing in the 50s? Well, I'll tell you what, son, we went to rockabilly. And, uh, <laughs> Didn't you say something about talking too much earlier? <laughs> yes, but hey, I have to say, it. And the thing is, the one thing, um, when you are in Owen Bradley studio in Nashville, there was um, the studio musicians who were all fantastic. The sound was absolutely good. And especially with Grady Martin's there, it would be an amazing record. But it seemed to be that the Anita Kerr singers were unavoidable. They <laughs> were on so many great records. And I love uh, a female choir with... Um, you know, just doing great things when it fits to the record. But it seems to be like, well, we got the Nita Cuse Curse Singers anyway here. What are they going to do? Well, maybe they do hop, hop. And it always sounds a bit poppy. I don't know. That's also how they sort of destroyed the Ronnie Self, uh, You're So Right For Me. W who put these Anita Curse Singers on that record? I don't know. But... Um, yeah, um, to sum this all up, it is probably a stupid record, but it's got Grady Martin at his very best, and he makes it an absolutely rockabilly monster. So turn this up, it's, it's killer. <laughs> Let's go, rockabilly. Let's rock around the hill. Let's go, rockabilly. Modern Jackson Jill Keep up a Billy, you're my teenage crush Be mama Billy, I'm sticking with you Be love a Billy, who needs you much My young love is also true 
Let's go rockabilly. Let's rock around them hills. Let's go rockabilly to modern Jackson Jill. Well, dum-dum-da-billy, don't forbid my desire Dum-dum-da-billy, come and go with me Dum-dum-da-billy, all shook up on fire Little darling, let's have a spree Let's go uh, rock-a-billy Let's rock around them hills Let's go rock-a-billy To modern jacks and chill Beep Papa Billy party doll, you gone. Be Mama Billy butterfly, are you? Be lover Billy, I'm walking till dawn in 99 ways, I'm blue. Let's go, rock a Billy. Let's rock around the hill. Let's go, rock a Billy. Do modern Jackson Jill. History of America is the history of its heroes. Big working men like John Henry, Paul Bunyan, and Big Bad John. But today I'd like to introduce a new folk hero. He didn't work in a mine or on a railroad or any of those strenuous occupations. He worked in a beauty salon, and his name was Bruce. Well, at the beauty salon, every morning at 10, Big Bruce arrived and kind of tiptoed in. He wore bell-bottom pants and a polka dot tie. And whenever he spoke, it was just to say, Hi, Big Bruce. Big Bad Bruce. Everyone knew when he swished into town, you could smell his perfume for miles around. He stood six foot five and weighed 106 With a curl in his hair and a smile on his lips Big Bruce Big old Bruce The boys all say he's from Abilene Where he had a social group called the Lone Star Queens Some say Hollywood or Beverly Hills Where he got arrested for passing $3 bills. That's Bruce. Doubled Bruce. Then came the day of that terrible fire. Something went wrong in the number five dryer. Into the chaos of those matronly days went Big Bad Bruce, like just a fan in the flames. Big Bruce. Big bad Brucey Woosey. Well, the flames grew higher and the fire got worse. And someone heard Brucey cry, Mercy, I forgot my purse. Into the fire with a squeal and a shout. We waited an hour 
but he never came out. Poor Bruce. Poor old Bruce. Where that salon once stood, there's a grocery store. But his name will live forevermore. In the annals of time and in the hall of fame. As the gay young cat who went down in flames. Big Bruce. Might say this has been kind of a fairy thing. That's a sad story. It was a sad story. <laughs> Actually, that's the record I was going to play next. Is the sad tale, but this one was. <laughs> Why did you play that? Yes, I couldn't resist one. This is Big Bruce by Steve Bim- uh, Greenberg on Trip Records. I think it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute, but he's definitely and, making fun of. I mean, it is. Big the, uh, Bruce. You know, June wasn't it just now uh, public like by the president saying this is the LB like Gay Pride LGTB plus Q I uh, plus yeah I I can't I can't catch up with those letters but I'm pretty sure this song was kind of making fun of Big Bruce no I'm sure he did no way like we do now he was a hero yes yeah um, did anybody ever count the Big John, uh, Big Bad John, uh, rip-offs, rip-offs, I don't know. or whatever, joke songs. Yeah, I don't know. I like Big Bruce. Yes, but since you played something silly, I played something... Uh, I can't even tell why, but I like this next record. Although, um, the singer's voice, uh, this is something that probably most people would throw away as, oh, this is terrible, but somehow it's got something. It's cool. It's uh, Freddie Robinson, not like now. Um, he is one annoying kid but i like the record <laughs> i can't tell why it's on a label called what is it limelight uh yeah <laughs> listen to that yeah the high school days they used to be real nice but compared with the day they don't
but sure not like now, cause all we do is play. <laughs> could you say after a record like this that was the sad tale jt martin on the abs uh, label this is a funny story because i discovered this uh a while back and then finally it showed up on ebay Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i and i hate waiting for uh auctions because i just uh it comes up you find it and it's like five days later up you know we both are terribly ebay people we are just frustrating it's just like i Usually when they're in the U.S., a lot of times it's like 12 or one in the, like 12 at night or one in the morning when it's, you know, over. Yeah. And this ended at like, here it was like 2.30 or something. Something like this. Yeah. yeah. And so like, that's what I, I was, was awake. like. I was like, parable, I, I'm too tired because I get up at five or six in the morning. So it's like, I asked him if he could buy this for me. And so I was like, all of a sudden, 
I locked my door, which I don't normally do, but there's a party in my basement. So I locked my door and <laughs> somehow I get woken up by someone knocking at my window. I'm like, what? what's going on? My internet cut off. <laughs> they, my internet ISP company, uh, they, I think they restart their system at night around two o'clock or something. And that's when I said, okay, I'm going to bid on this record. Reload. <laughs> this is the no internet. <laughs> this is oh. the first time I actually I've turned my ringer off as well. <laughs> yes. So like there was no way for him to get in my house. Yeah. Good thing is we, <laughs> ju we just live like 150 meters apart. Yeah. So it wasn't hard. Yeah. And also that I live on the bottom floor mm -hmm. so that he can knock on yes. my window and wake me up so that uh, <laughs> I let him in and he got me. So the you wouldn't have this record if it wasn't for me. So you might as Jumping well just give it to me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a sad tale. Yes. <laughs> So you played two set tales, and I think the show is over because it's almost uh, it's getting late again. I think I've been talking way too much today, so I'm going to keep it short for the next record. Um, here's a record that is not so much my thing. It's just a teener, uh, but it's beautiful. It's by a guy named Dave Curtis, Cold Grey Dawn, and... Um, I just, I think I threw this in a box together with some other shop where there was something else. Um, could it even be this auction where I found this? I don't know. Uh, but man, the label is so beautiful. The yeah, Don Ray label. Really I don't think they put out too much amazing stuff for my taste, but I think we're going to use this as a label shot for today because this is just one beautiful looking label. Cold Grey Dawn by Dave Curtis, and then we the end the show. Karate! We promised you the <laughs> vocal version of Karate. Karate, part one. <laughs> yes. And uh, then we say goodbye, I guess, and I yeah, uh, hope uh, you enjoyed it. It's Golly Gosh OG. All right. You are? Uh, I'm right here. Are you yes. ready to end the show? I'm ready to end the show. That's <laughs> what I am. Um, Dave Curtis, Cold Grey Dawn. That was Mighty Mishka on this side of the microphone. <laughs> and this highfalutin mama right over here. All right. Um, join us <laughs> next time again. It. I think, uh, again, I think uh, since today I always announced the next record and you played the one afterwards, I always had something to say while my record was playing, which I completely forgot after yours was playing so again i would have even talked much more than i already did so <laughs> stop this now here it is goodbye from us um see Adios. you who who was karate by again who was the name of the guy the bedwells the bedwells okay all right here is um don on the don ray label dave curtis and the cold gray dawn
gray dawn Build up your remote. Oh. 